You know what? We've been focusing on God this morning. We've been focusing on worshiping him. Oh, we've been focusing on, oh, letting him just love us and just sitting in his presence. He is like no other. But I do know this, what we focus on becomes big in our life. You know, I've taken a break for a little bit from social media because there's been so much focus for a cause, which that's good to stand for the truth. There's been so much focus on, we're, we think that whatever president is in office, they're gonna heal our land. They're gonna fix our land. And we come, become so focused that the body of Christ becomes so divisive in this hour, in this season, because we've taken our eyes off God, we're putting it into a person and it's bringing ugliness. We're putting our, who we are. I don't care if you are Democrat. I don't care if you are a Republic. I don't care if you are independent, but I'm not putting that as my identity. That's not who I am. I am a child of God and I will represent him on whatever party I stand. And to represent God means I pray. I don't get and blast people. I don't sit and make fun of people. What is that doing for our nation? What is that doing for the body of Christ? What is that doing for a world that is lost like never before, that is hurting like never before. They need to see Christ in us, the hope of glory. God, we've been focusing on him. We've been focusing on him this morning. Oh, that's why we're rejoicing. That's why we are praising because we serve a God who sees us, who loves us, who cares for us, who sees us through every season of our life. And the word of God applies in 2020, just like it did in 2019. Just because we're going through, we're going through with God. We have a bright vision. We still have a cause in this place to be the church of the Lord Jesus Christ, to let him shine in all that we do, in all that we say, and we have to realize who we're representing. We are representing him. So everything that we do, is he pleased with how we're representing him? I'm not asking you a question that I don't ask myself. I can't say something from the word of God that I first don't eat myself. Where has our focus been? What have we been magnifying in our life? Let's just come to him this morning. Father, we thank you for your goodness. We thank you, Father. And Father, we're not going to let the enemy come against us and, oh, you're just never going to be um, that right representation. You mess up too much. No, God, you say, ask me for forgiveness. Get yourself up and run to me. I love you. I have a plan for your life. So we come against any shame, uh, against anything that we are putting ourselves 
down about. Oh, your hand is always there to lift us up and lift us out so we can walk pleasing unto a good God. We thank you for your grace. We thank you for your mercy. We thank you that you're not going to leave us how you found us, but we are on the potter's wheel, and you work in us every single day because you love us. And God, we thank you this morning that that which you begin in every single person, that which you begin in this house, Father, you're going to bring to full completion until you send your son Oh, to return for his bride, the church, your sons and your daughters. So, Father, in that, we give you all the glory, all the honor, and all the praise. We thank you that we are seeing clear today because we are focused on you. We are seeing clearer than ever before, Father, because as we read from your word today, Father, it's your word, oh, that brings light, help, in healing, your word gives us direction. Your word gives us boundaries. And God, we thank you that we can have peace in the midst of this stormy world. God, we thank you for it. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen, amen. You can be seated this morning. Oh, wow. Wasn't praise and worship was so amazing this morning. I love it because, you know, it, it focuses us on God. We don't sing to entertain, but we sing and worship to enter in together before the loving Father. And so God put on my heart to talk about this morning because we've all been going through a storm. But do you know you can go through a storm in this external world? But we can also go through a storm in internal by conflict within us, by um, thinking thoughts that are not even of God. And we all have to navigate life in that way. And that's why I prayed this morning, because you know what? We almost, we won't always say, oh, I went through that storm just right. We might slip. We might miss it. We might sit and, and just have those times where we're not focusing on God. But you know what? God says, that's okay. Just make the corrections. Let's go. Let's get up and let's go. Um, the other day I was, I had to come in here during the week and it is just like pitch black through here. But I had to shut this door. We had something delivered. So I followed the light. And so I left my office and I walked to the other door and I kept focusing on the light. But do you know I still ran into stuff? <laughs> I still bumped into stuff, but that didn't stop me from continuing to go to the light. I still kept going. Don't ever give up. Don't let the enemy put you down. Because God says, I'm here to lift you up. I'm here to be with you in the midst of going through. Aren't you thankful we don't have to go through life alone? But God is with us and God is for us. He's not in heaven saying, oh, you missed it there. Get out of here. You missed it there. No. God is such a forgiving God. 
you know, this life that we live, it's not ideal that we just, everything is perfect, everything is rosy. I'm just going to go through life without any trials. I'm going to go through life without having to face things in my life and letting God help me through. No. But God is with us in the going through. Oh, man, he loves you so much. The enemy would love nothing more than for us to focus on our mistakes, where we've missed it, where we're thinking not in line with the word. The enemy would like nothing more for us to focus on our faults. But God's saying, I want to, you to focus on who you say I am, who God says you are. He loves you with an everlasting love. He will never give up on you. He will never let go, but he's there. He's there. All we have to do is say, God, help me. In the storm of life, are we asking God to help us? Are we focusing on what God says? Listen to this in John 14, 27. Jesus said this. He said when he ascended into heaven and he was leaving this earth after the resurrection, he says, I'm leaving you with a gift, peace of mind and peace of heart. Oh, aren't you thankful? A gift that he gave us. He didn't leave us here helpless, but Jesus said, I give you a gift of peace that you can have peace in your mind. Have you ever felt at times there was such a storm raging in your mind, your will and your emotions, and just all havoc tries to crash in on our thought life and on our emotions? But you know what? When we focus on that, it's just going to take us deeper to a place that we don't want to go. We all go through that in life where those crashes of the storm tries to come into our mind and our thought life and in our emotions. But God has given us the power to do something about it, not in our own strength, but the God in us, the hope of glory. He's there to help us through those times. He said, in peace that I give is the gift is, the, is a gift that the world cannot give us. How many know the world cannot give us peace? That is so clear like never before. But in the midst of this day and this hour of this fallen world and all that's going on, God says, I've given you peace. You can have peace in your home. You can have peace in your mind. You can have peace in your emotions. But you know what it means? It has a lot to do with what we're focusing on. You remember the story of Peter when they were out on the boat and Jesus was walking on water and the disciples saw him? And they said, Lord, well, Peter did. He said, Lord, oh, if it's you, have me come to you. And you know what? Here's the thing. In the storm, in the midst of the storm, his focus was on Jesus. So he paid attention to what Jesus was telling him to do. Peter just didn't walk on water because, oh, if Jesus can do it, I can do it. I'm his disciples. No, Jesus gave him a word. And Jesus said, come. 
So Peter stepped out on the word of God. Do you know we have the opportunity to step out, hold fast to the word of God. That is the truth. The word of God is true. So everything the word of God says, it is truth. You take it for yourself. So Peter stepped out and he obeyed what Jesus said. But you know, he began to focus on the storm and focus on the wind and focus on the rain and he began to sink. Jesus didn't say, I see you, Peter, you, you got your eyes off me. <laughs> Aren't you glad that Jesus has that compassion? Guys, we are human. We're going to miss it. We're going to look at, focus at other things sometimes, and we'll catch ourselves and we'll say, God, that's not what your word says. I'm sorry for focusing on that. I'm going to get my eyes back up on you. I'm going to keep my eyes focused on you. You know what Jesus did to Peter? He reached out his hand. He's not going to let you go under. He is not going to leave you. He will never leave us nor forsake us, but he will be with us until the end of time. But guys, we have a part to play. What are we focusing on? Are we focusing on a good, loving God? Are we focusing on the word that he left us that is his will and his plan for our life? Or are we focusing on the media and social media and TV and the news and we're so focused and promoting and blasting everything else? But what about promoting the cause of Christ? What about promoting the gospel of Jesus Christ above all other causes? I'm not saying that you don't stand up and speak truth, but I am saying that speaking about the things of God should be above all others. Where is our passion for that? Where is our, our heartbeat for that? What matters is where we place our focus. Galatians 5, 6 says, For in Christ, neither our most conscientious religion nor disregard of religion amounts to anything. What matters is something far more interior. It is faith expressed in love. Do you know he loves you this morning? Because when you know that he loves you like no other, when you know that you are the apple of his eye, when you know you're not forsaken, you're not forgotten, but God sees you, his heartbeat is for you, he is moved with compassion for you, we can take hold and receive that kind of love. God absolutely loves you right where you are. Here's the definition of focus. It's the thing people are concentrating on. What are we concentrating on? It's attention paid to something. It's an act of concentrating on aim. And it's the state of being seen clearly. What are we seeing clearly today? What is clear before us? The cause of Jesus Christ does not stop in 2020, but the work of God continues to go forward. 
It continues to go forward. It is not a day to fall asleep and focus on me, myself, and I. You know, when we begin to focus on our own, um, our own faults, when we begin to focus on our own problems, when we so go internal, we forget the bigger picture of what God has called us to do. We are supposed to be the church of Jesus, carrying forth the work of God. God in us, where are we carrying him everywhere we go? There's so much anger. There's so much hatred. There's so much in the world that they need to see different in the church of the body of Christ. Did you know feelings are not truth? We all have feelings, and they all speak. They all have a voice. But your, your feelings are not truth. God's word is truth. That's why it's good when those feelings contrary from the word of God come at us. Oh, that we stand up and say, oh, that feeling is coming very strong, but that is not truth over God's word. The feeling of you're not going to make it, you're not going to come out of this is a lie. You are. God is with you, and he's going to see us through. And we're going to continue to promote the gospel of Jesus Christ. I'm all about promoting my Savior, my Lord, and my King above anything else that I would want to fight for in this land. I want to promote my God. He's a good God all the time. Even in the midst of 2020, God is good. He hasn't left us. You're not going under. He's got us. Oh, he's so, so good. Uh, you've heard it said like this before, every storm is not in the forecast. Have you had just a wonderful day and you're just going through life and all of a sudden this thought bombards your mind that really tries to, to crash in? When you were having a good day and you're like, where did that come from? That happens to every single person. Or you're going through life and, and you feel this grip of fear try to take hold of you. And it kind of puts you in this mode of anxiety and gets you in your feelings. And although your feelings are screaming and your thoughts are raging, God said, speak to the storm. And it has to go. Last night I was awakened in the middle of the night. I had never been awakened with a dream of anxiety before. But last night I woke up because I was dreaming. Have you had these dreams that you felt were so real? That Have you ever woken up for, from a dream and you're actually crying? Or you're actually trying to do something in your dream because it's so real to you? This dream was so real to me. And it, it just brought on, I felt like I couldn't breathe. I felt like I was gasping for air. And you know those dreams where you're trying to almost fight to get out of? And I woke and my heart was pounding. My heart was racing. And I'm like, God, help me. Oh, I bind that dream in Jesus' name. But because it's so real and I can see it, I could describe it, but I'm not going to give voice to it because that dream is a lie. It's not truth. And I began to speak God's word. Guys, we all have that choice. Every single person sitting in here has had to deal with wrong thoughts coming to our mind. That's normal. 
we've all had to deal with feelings of emotions and anxiety come at us. Listen, that's normal. There's absolutely nothing wrong with you. We live in a fallen world, but there's nothing to be afraid of because Jesus says, I'm with you. I am for you, and I will see you through. That's why you have to know his love for you. I don't know anything else he can do. He gave his life for us that we could have heaven here on this earth. And you say, Missy, you've got to be kidding me. To live heaven here in what I'm seeing, absolutely. Because God's with us. God's for us. He's on the inside of us by the person of the Holy Spirit. He goes before us. He is our rear guard. He is my shield and he is my buckler. I focus on him and who he's, who he's, what he's done in me. Do you focus on him? Because I know you're all facing things because we're all human. Oh, but we serve a risen Savior. That we are the love of his life. That's why I'm all about promoting the gospel of Jesus Christ. I don't want to focus on me just staying locked up in my home. I have a purpose that God has called me to. There are people dying and going to hell every single day. And we can't stay so focused and internal on our anxiety and our fears and what I'm going through and me and mine and us for no more. No, God, let me focus on you that you give me clarity of vision. Oh, that I have hope for tomorrow, that I have a vision for my lifetime, that what you've begun in my life, you're going to bring to full completion. That's what his word says. That's our lifeline. When you feel like you're going under, get a scripture that you can hold fast to and you speak it out. Oh, and you pray and you bring it to God. Hold fast to the word of truth. I encourage you. The word of God is your lifeline. Get a scripture in your heart every day. I'm not all about, oh, I read two chapters a day when I came out and I don't even remember what I said. What truth is God speaking to me today? I'm going to take that. Oh, and I'm going to keep it in my heart. And I'm going to speak out the truth when the lies bombard my mind. 2 Timothy 1.7 says, For God has not given us a spirit of fear. Fear is a spirit and God has not given it to you, but he has given you power, love, and a sound mind. If you feel comfortable, say, God, lay your hands on your head. God, I thank you, oh, for a sound mind. Guys, begin to speak God's word over your life. When the negative thoughts come, say what God says. When the storms are raging in your mind, your will, and your emotions, say, I resist that fear because God did not give it to me. God, I yield to your love, I yield to your peace, and I thank you for a sound mind. That's my focus. That's our focus is God and what he says. 1 John 4 says, God is love. When we take up permanent residence in a life of love, when we take up 
permanent residence in a life of love. Guys, this is permanent. This is not, oh, I'll go on Sunday, I'll be uplifted, and then I'll see you next Sunday, God. A permanent residence. Do you live in one house today, and then you're going to go to another house tomorrow, right, and live? And then the next day you're going to go to another house? No, we have a permanent residence. God says, I want that permanent residence in your life. If I'm in you and I'm for you, do we have that communion every single day? Or do we focus on him one day, but the next day's good, so I don't need to focus on God because I don't need help today. No, it's a permanent residence. God's never going to leave us or forsake us. But what are we doing with our relationship with God? Are we leaving him some days when we don't need him? Or are we making him a focal point in a focus of our life as a permanent residence, a life of love? We live in God and God lives in us. This way, love has the run of the house. It becomes at home and mature in us. Love has the run of the house. When you are filled with the love of God and focused on the love of God, when fear comes knocking at your door, and it will, then you say, no, I don't accept that. I'm not going to yield to that. I have the love of God. So that we are free of worry on judgment day. Listen, our standing in the world is identical with Christ. There is no room in love for fear. Well-formed love banishes fear. That's a relationship, you guys. A relationship every single day with him. Since fear is crippling, oh, yes, when you yield to that, yeah, absolutely, a fearful life or fear of death or fear of judgment is one not yet fully formed in love. Now, this doesn't mean that we're perfect because we've all felt fear come at us before. But we know that we can resist it in Jesus' name and say, no, God, I thank you for your love right now. I thank you for your help right now. I thank you. God needs you to see that he loves you with an everlasting love. No matter how we've messed up, no matter how we've missed it, do you know God loves you? Now, that doesn't give us an excuse to live habitually in sin, that we continue to choose sin. I know God loves me. I'll ask him to forgive me. I'm just going to do it one more time. No, that's not what the grace of God is for. The grace of God is for when the temptation is there that we can say no to the temptation. The grace of God has empowered you with everything that we're going to need in this life. God didn't leave us short. Oh, I forgot to give him this. Oh, I forgot to pay for that on the, on the cross. Everything that was paid on the cross for us is everything that we will ever need in this life. 
everything. Where's our focus? What are we focusing on? What are we giving attention to? Even when the storms are raging in my mind, my will, and my emotion, I'm going to choose not to focus on that. I'm going to take control of the, over those thoughts, and then I'm going to begin to say what God says about the truth. Romans 5, 5. And this hope will not lead to disappointment, for we know how dearly God loves us because he has given us the Holy Spirit to fill our hearts with his love. When Jesus ascended, he said, I'm not going to leave you helpless. Oh, I'm going to send you the person of the Holy Spirit to abide on the inside of, truth, of you, that you will have truth with you at all times. Oh, he's a good God. He's equipped us. He's empowered us with his goodness. Nothing of ourself. It's everything to do with a good, loving father. You know, David is such a good example of this. Because you see David's life, and I love the words God speaks toward David. A man after my own heart. Went through many trials. Missed it many times, but he kept running to God. Let's look at Psalms 42, and this is David. He was going through a storm in his life, not only externally, where there was an army coming after him to take his life, but he was going through something internal. And you know what it was? His son was out to take him off the throne. It's one thing to have the enemy coming against you, but when you have someone close to your heart and you know they're coming after you to take you out, can you imagine the internal turmoil and, and just the storm of life? My son is even trying to take my life. And David writes this psalm while he's under attack. And under attack, he goes back and forth of what he knows to do, but then he gets into his feelings and his thoughts and he says, as the deer pants for the water brooks, God, so my soul pants for you, O oh God. Is God the one we're running to when we're under attack emotionally? When we're under attack with our thought life? When we're under attack living in this hate-filled world? Is God the one that we are running to? Is he the one that we're focused on and we're saying, my soul longs for you, God. He's, it's interesting that he uses deer in this example, as the deer pants before the water. A deer doesn't just go around panting like a dog. <laughs> Our sweet little Morky, she's four pounds. I hope you guys got to see her yesterday. She was the cutest little thing. She's a fall dog. She loves fall. She loves leaves. She likes going outside and playing in the leaves, sniffing the leaves. And you know what else she loves? It's absolutely funny. She loves the fireplace. So we have gas fire logs, and when she wants the fire on, she'll go up to the fireplace. She'll put her nose to the fire, and then she'll look back at you like, turn it on for me. She will lay there for the longest time without being chased, but just being a dog, she will get up and she'll start panting because she's so hot. And that little tongue, she's just so hot from being at that fireplace. But she loves it. But David here, you know, uses a deer for example. A deer just doesn't 
come up to a fireplace and walk away panting. A deer only pants after it has been chased. You get, a, you get a deer running for his life, you'll find him panting, and he needs the water. He's thirsty for the water. You know, after they've been chased, they actually use up to 80% of the water of their reservoir that they use. That's why they need to drink so much after they've been chased. But David had that feeling of being chased, and he was panting and it's like he couldn't even get his next breath I have felt like that before but I run to God and I say God help me because this feeling is overwhelming right now and most of the time the thoughts that the enemy is bringing towards you they're nothing but lies from the pit of hell there's no truth in him every time you see the devil's lips moving of thoughts to your life every time they're moving it's only lies when it comes to bring fear and destruction and torment to you, that is absolutely the enemy. We need to resist it like a plague. And we say, no, I'm not going to entertain that thought any longer. That's a lie from you, devil, and I bind that right now in Jesus' name. Are we running to God like a tear, a deer, like we're, God, please refill me once again. I just need to be in your presence. I just need to read your word. There's nothing that will bring you ease and peace like the presence of God. Didn't you feel him this morning in praise and worship? Nothing can do that like the presence of God. It's like a refreshing for our soul. Are we focusing on that every single day? God is our water when we are under attack. Isaiah 26.3 says, you keep me in perfect peace. All who trust in you, all whose thoughts are fixed, that are focused on you. That's a promise of God. He's saying, God's saying, I'm going to keep you in perfect peace. You just keep your thoughts, you keep your mind stayed on me, you focus me more than you focus the problem. You focus on me more than you focus on the fear. And you just, you just keep saying what I say. God is the water to our soul that refreshes us, that encourages us, that strengthens us. God says, I will uphold you by my righteous right hand. Don't you ever doubt God's faithfulness. Don't ever doubt God's goodness. Don't ever doubt his love for you. But he's saying, just focus on me. Don't get distracted with the news. Don't get distracted of how you were treated at the store. Don't get distracted who's not walking with you anymore. You just keep your eyes stayed on me. Keep your eyes stayed on me. And he says, I'm going to keep you in perfect peace. That's God speaking to us. What are we focused on? What are we magnifying in our life? When we recognize that we're in a battle, we must run to God. When fear tries to rush in with overwhelming feelings, we need to run to God. Guys, it's a day like never before that we're running to God. 
I thank God for all those watching online. And I don't want us to ever feel bad because we still feel like we need to be at home. Because some do need to be at home watching and using wisdom. But there's some that need to be here that aren't here because they're focused on the wrong thing. Who is our source? Who is the love of our life? Who is the water when we're thirsty? Are we looking for someone else to fix me? It'll never happen. No person, no place, or thing can fix, heal, and mend who we are. And when we put that pressure on someone else to meet my needs, to make me feel good, you make me feel safe, that's not fair to a person. They are not God in our life. Only God and God alone, our creator, he formed you. He knows you. He loves you. He wants you just to thirst for more, to come for more every day focusing on him. Amen. Let's pray today. Father, we thank you for the love of God that's been shed in our brought in our hearts, Father. We thank you, Father. We thank you, Father, that we can even stir ourselves up. God, if we've been lazy or numb or all about internal of taking care of me and us and no more, God, may we have a correction of vision today that we may see clearer than ever before today. God, like David, hungered and thirst for you. God, we've all been on a chase, whether emotionally or mentally or physically, but God, you're our help. You are our source. But if those here today or online and you say, but I don't know him as my source. I don't know him as my peace. I don't know him, the one who loves me like no other. I just want to ask you today, if you have not made Jesus Lord of your life here online, there's no day like today. If you're here in this house, just simply raise your hand. If you're there online, say, hey, that's me too. I want to know this good God. I want to pray with you this morning. And all I need you to do is just say this prayer after me. And just mean it with your heart. Say, God, I come to you today. I believed you sent your son, Jesus. You love me so much that he gave his life for me. And today, I ask you, Jesus, to come into my life, to be my Lord, and to be my Savior. Today, I confess, Jesus, you are Lord of my life. Just like that, you are born again. Acknowledging Jesus as your Savior and as your Lord. And I want to pray this prayer too. If you will repeat this prayer after me, 
You know, you can never pray the prayer of rededication enough. Because it's been a long time, guys. We've been focused on ourselves, And I just want to rededicate right where we are. This is not being down on ourselves. Don't ever be down on yourself. When God brings something to light, just make adjustments and keep going. When you trip, get up and keep going. So let's just rededicate today. Say, Heavenly Father, you are a good God. And today, I ask you to forgive me if I have not focused on you enough. Forgive me of putting my attention other places more than I put my attention on you. God, thank you for your love. Thank you for your forgiveness. Thank you for being for me. Thank you for equipping me. Thank you for never leaving me. I love you, Father. I live with purpose and I live with hope. I live with focus and I live with hope. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen, amen. He is so good. He's always there. He'll never leave you nor forsake you. Don't ever let the enemy come down on you so hard. We're not perfect. We will miss it. That's why we serve a good God who is there every time. He never moves. He never leaves. We might walk away sometimes, but he says, I'm right where you left me. Let's get our focus back. Hope of tomorrow. Vision for today. God has a purpose for every single person in this place and walking online, walking online, watching online. Oh, he's so good. He'll keep you in perfect peace. Just keep your mind stayed on him. Do something about what's coming at you. Do something with what God said. Speak it out. Walk. Oh, as a son and as a daughter, that you can have peace in the midst of the world that we live in because of a good God. Amen.